Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. Uh, we'll go to the drivehubler.com hotline and bring on Attorney General Todd Rakita, who is leading seven states talking about Target, the controversy they went through, some hot water in marketing some of their more aggressive and controversial LGBTQ products to kids. Mr. Rakita, let's start with you and the seven other states and what this letter says and what it's exactly about. Well, it's telling the CEO of Target, thanks for having me on, guys, yeah. uh, that, look, um, go back to selling socks and underwear like you did before, uh, and, and we're giving you a pathway. It's actually, yeah, instead of this tuck-friendly nonsense and stuff that, you know, I don't know, when you guys were were were, were little kids, did you know what tuck-friendly pajamas were? I don't know. I've never even no. heard of it until this year. Yeah. Well, so, and here's the thing, here's what, here's the other side of, here's the other shoe that no one has really focused on. And, and, and it's, it's reasonable because no one really knows this. There were socialists, my term, uh, attorneys general who recently wrote the CEO of Target a letter, which I felt and many others felt was threatening and borderline, if not crossing over the line of abuse of process saying we're basically in effect saying we're going to come after you if you dare take any of this stuff off the shelf. So this letter, guys, was a response really to that, giving the CEO and Target as a whole an off-ramp to this whole mess. It was a counterbalance, and, and it allowed the CEO to basically say, you know what, my name's Paul, this is between you all, I'm going back to selling socks and underwear, which is where they should be because that's where their margin is and that's what their fiduciary duty is to their shareholders, which is the whole point of why we're against ESG. You know, so this feeds into the whole ESG argument. And you can tell that the letter that we wrote, guys, has already had an effect. Why? Because our friend Mark Levin, who wrote his new book, uh, had re- that book was recently taken off the shelves yep. at Target stores, and now it's back on. Yep. And that was since our letter. We talked about that uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. I just want to be clear, too. Like, I don't personally, like, if you're a parent and you want to buy a rainbow flag T-shirt for your 10-year-old, fine, whatever. But that's that's not exactly what you were talking about in terms of what were on, what was depicted on some of these shirts and things that were being marketed to kids. No, no, it's a lot worse. It's 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 a lot worse. I don't, I don't. If a parent wants to use their judgment to buy their kids something like that, I agree with you completely. You know that's the parent's job. Uh, but what's being done here is really using a a, a satanic artist uh, to to run a line of clothing and other things that are particularly and run displays in stores that are particularly a. a Offensive and in the face of what, uh, 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 when you bring your kids into the Target, to have to be explaining, what's this, mommy? What's this, dad? You know, no one wants that. No one does that. And the market has responded. That's the point. Yes. Um, if, the, if the market would have went up, so, oh, Target's wonderful for doing this, and the, and the shares doubled. You know, that'd be one thing. I'd have no really real basis for our letter. And I thank these six other states who joined us. Uh, but in fact, um, you lost, I think, about 12 to $13 billion of, of share value if you're a target shareholder. And, and by the way, Impers, you know, which has the investments of all state employees, the thousands of state employees, invests in Target. 
So there's a real state interest here, and, and so do most of the other states. So there's a real state interest here in making sure that the CEOs, who and this CEO admitted, admitted that he was doing this because it was the so, he felt it was the socially right thing to do. Again, just sell the socks and underwear. Let us decide as parents what we think is uh, moral and right. We're chatting with Indiana Attorney General Todd Rakita here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Mr. Attorney General Jason Hammer here, and I am a First Amendment absolutist. I believe that the First Amendment protecting freedom of speech and expression covers a lot of the stuff that I don't like, that I wouldn't want my kids to be involved in here. So what's your response when someone claps back and says, hey, this is really a First Amendment issue. If the CEO of Target wants to put Satan himself on a T-shirt and sell it, uh, what's the big deal? Well, the big deal is the share value. You're not speaking just for yourself. You have a fiduciary duty under the law to provide the maximum amount of return for your shareholder. Um, and until, you know, under, under ESG rules, you might say, well, that's okay. Fiduciary duties go out the window and we got to maximize these social benefits and take every opportunity we can. That's not the law. The law is the opposite of that, to, to ignore those social pressures in return for your shareholder. And that's a cornerstone of a free market. That's a cornerstone of free enterprise. And so what these people are really saying, it's not a, a First Amendment issue at all. What these people and these ESG proponents are really saying is that they're done with capitalism. And, 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 and they want social, emotional decisions to rule the marketplace. And at the end of the day, if we do that, we will end up be starving in the streets. And you know what? Like, I'm looking at some of these T-shirts, some of these items that Target was selling, like uh, the uh, a product that features skulls besides a guillotine, and it says homophobic headrest, which basically implies if you don't agree with our agenda, you deserve to die. Yeah. Have your head cut there's, off. There's a threatening aspect to it. Absolutely. You know? And, hey, I'm a First Amendment guy, too. I really am. So I, I sympathize. With what um, was it, Hammer? That's saying that. Sorry, I don't see you guys. It's hard to <laughs> tell just by voice, but um, it, it, you know. So I, you know, I, I, I can appreciate that. Let if it's so bad, let their free speech um, end in the demise of Target. And I guess if it was a privately held company, you know, that argument, I, I'd appreciate that argument a lot more. But again, um, when you're publicly traded, and all of us sort of own part of the company, not all of us, but shareholders, certainly thousands, millions of them. It's a different kind of calculus. Talk about talk about what ESG is real quick and what that means to yeah, company, corporations. Social governance, it's this movement. Um, and I had a fight with Larry Fink recently about BlackRock and, uh, you know, who flip-flopped on this issue because these CEOs and these, these leaders and captains of industry and captains of investment are getting caught in the middle because they're cowards. We, we need leadership now more than ever we need people to stand up and be strong and take the social arrows quote unquote and these these ceos won't they try to have their cake and eat it too and they we just can't we have to decide who we're going to be and esg is one of those decisions you have to make are you going to run your company based on the merit and the qualifications of your board members for example and who was on your board are you going to are you going to put them on there by merit or are you going to put them on there because they happen to be a woman or they happen to be black, or these other uh, arbitrary requirements uh, that the ESG movement, emotional social governance movement, puts in, for example, or 
we're going to make our decisions as a company based on how much carbon we're reducing uh, rather than letting the regulators worry about that or letting the market itself worry about that. We're going to um, unilaterally decide that we're going to do business a certain way that's going to make the cost of business go up three to five to ten times. So what do you think is going to be the end game of this letter that you and uh, multiple other uh, attorney generals have signed off on here? Because devil's advocate here, if I am a super liberal head of Target and I check my mailbox and I've got angry conservatives uh, giving me a lecture, I look at it, I think about it, and I throw it right in the trash can. Well, who's angry? I'm a happy warrior, man. Right. <laughs> well, hey, we've yeah. already seen the effects. I mean, Target's already started pulling back before yeah. this this kind of, before your letter. Say, uh, if if you're a smart CEO and you get a letter like this from me in six other states, you look at it and go, "Oh, thank God, thank God, I don't have to listen to these other attorneys general here, these these socialist super leftists. These other guys are are giving me a counterbalance, and I can now." even if in a Pontius Pilate way, wash my hands of this whole thing and go back to selling stocks and underwear. And that's all we want. Uh, so it's really, I, I think it's a gift horse we're giving them. Um, I don't know where, where it goes from here. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but it's our, like, uh, like uh, Nigel said, we're already having an effect. So, and it's been a positive effect. And by the way, by the way, guys, I'll sign off here because I know you're, you're busy. I got the tip. I didn't even know that the socialist attorneys general had sent this abusive, abusive letter to this poor CEO until I got a tip from one of you guys. (laughs) Everyone calls WIBC with tips. And I had actually had WIBC call me with a tip. It was amazing. It was, it was one, it was your morning show uh, counterpart. Not the one that acts like, not the one that acts like a, uh, jilted lover. Oh, <laughs> starts at nine thirty. Not him. The other one. Uh, and 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 I thank him because it, it it had me look at it and I said, you know what, this is wrong. What these attorneys general are doing. It was really a letter that 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 fights against those attorneys general for acting like how they did and making those those threats to the target CEO in the first place. This was a fun conversation. We talked about Target. Rob Kendall took some heat. I think this was a win-win for everybody. Uh, Todd Rakita, Indiana Attorney General, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. See you next time, guys. Bye. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.